You know, usually I try to say something, something funny, something cheeky, but I don't think today's episode is going to be, you know, much fun. So without further ado, theme music. What's poppin' Poltergeist? It is your favorite friendly podcast, Apparition, The Spirit, back with another episode of Spirit Speaks. And you know what month it is. It is Black History Month. You know, power to the people, all power to all the people. You know, I'm black and I'm proud. You know, I gotta wrap it out here. First day of Black History Month, I had to, you know, wear my dashiki in the office, you know, put a little black pride out there. I love Black History Month. You know, I'm very, I've always been really into learning my history, my culture. Uh, when I was a little kid, I went to Afrocentric. And here in Columbus, Afrocentric is a mostly black school. And it really focuses on, you know, teaching black history and African history as well, you know, as a way to kind of reunite us to our roots. And I think my experiences of going to that school alone really, really fed this desire for a closeness to my culture. Also, you know, just being black, like so much of our culture was taken from us. So it's nice to be able to have something to hold on to, to celebrate, to latch on to, because even though they tried to take so much from us, there's still so much that remained. So I always think that's one of the most beautiful things about black culture itself is the resilience. And as much as I wish I could just like celebrate, celebrate and be all happy, like it's, it's a difficult time because something that's been a consistent issue in the black community It's really been a a consistent issue for all of America, but I feel, at least just as a Black person, we see so many more instances of police brutality towards Black people that, you know, it's definitely not something I'd say is just a Black issue, but it's definitely a major issue in the Black community. It's police brutality. And trigger warning, be talking about some difficult subjects, police brutality, murder, death, racism, you know, sexual assault, you know, a lot of things. So if you're not comfortable with that, I totally get it. This is your warning. Recently, a black man by the name of Tyree Nichols was killed by five police officers. And it's difficult because it's a repeat. It's nothing that gets better. It's a lot like the gun, you know, violence here in America that we talked about in the last episode. It's just, it's heartbreaking. It's hard. A lot of times I have to kind of distance myself and block it out and not focus on it and kind of ignore it. And it's not that I ignore it because I don't care. It is so hard. It is so hard. You know, for those of you guys who have been listening to me since my days on the Home Video Hustle podcast, if you tuned into the Blackout episode, which I highly recommend you tune into my Blackout episode 
on the Home Video Hustle podcast. Um, it was during the height of the anti-police brutality movement, you know, really spearheaded by the Black Lives Matter movement and ignited by the murders of Breonna Taylor and George Floyd. And that was in the year 2020 during a pandemic. And it was difficult for me at that time because I was in a relationship with Brent from HVH podcast from home video hustle podcast and Brent's a black man and he was working downtown in the midst of the protests and Columbus police officers have been problematic for years. We have a police review committee just for police officers because ours have been corrupt. I mean, we literally last year, two police officers were in trouble for selling fentanyl. And I can't even tell you how many times Columbus police have been under investigation. I mean, it's really just horrible. And so I was just stressed and worried every night waiting for him to come home from work. Like I'd be just up. Like there were nights where I just really couldn't sleep because my anxiety was just so stressed. Like I just was hoping he would not get stopped by the police on the way to or from work. And currently, I'm in a relationship with Wade, aka B.Jeff, who is also a black man. And there's times he's gotten pulled over by the cops, and I worry. I worry for him. I stress. It's difficult. And it's difficult, too, because I also fear police. I'm a black woman, you know? I know I'm a minority. I know how I get treated. Black women get beat and raped by police officers. It's really ridiculous. Um, We also get killed by police officers. Just look at, you know, what happened with Breonna Taylor and the lack of justice that she saw. So hearing about Tyree Nichols was, it hurts. (laughs) It really hurts. Um, So Tyree Nichols was a 29-year-old man who was um, an avid skateboarder. He was a father, a photographer. On January 8th, police pulled him over for a traffic stop. They said he was driving aggressively, but if we're being completely honest, I don't trust police fully. The first time they stopped him, they pulled him out of his car, tased him, he he fled out of fear for his life. And they caught up with him again. They beat this man unrecognizably. Like, they beat him so bad that you could not not recognize him. And I want to say the names of these five former, I'm going to say former because they got fired. They need to get more than just fired, but these five former police officers who are indicted and jailed for the murder of Tyree Nichols. It is Tadarius Bean, Demetrius Haley, Emmett Martin III, Desmond Mills Jr., and Justin Smith. And they're all facing several charges, including second degree murder, aggravated assault, aggravated kidnapping, official misconduct, and official oppression. And I think one thing that's jarring to this country right now is because usually when you have these incidences of police killing unarmed black men or unarmed black people, it's usually a white police officer. And all five of these police officers who have been charged are black. And this goes back to a thing I've said continuously is I don't trust police regardless of the color of your skin. And it's not, 
obviously, you know, we say, oh, not every police officer is a bad person. I get that. But policing, the institution of policing itself is an egregious and horrible institution, literally created from slave catching. I don't care what color the person and behind the badge is. That badge has been rooted in evil. Police are not doing themselves a favor because there's so many bad apples, but they have this gang member mentality. Oh, we're not snitching. We're not ratting out our, our fellow officers. We got to stick together. No, that's, it's literally gang mentality. But instead of wearing, you know, bandanas and gang signs, they wear badges. I don't know how people can just beat someone to death. How you can just do that. The amount of brute force strength that it, you have, you exerted, that those five officers exerted on that man's body to beat him unrecognizably and kill him. They took a father away from their child. They took a son away from their mother. They took a brother away from their siblings. They took a friend away from so many people. It just, it just breaks my heart. Like, I get tired of seeing it. I I get scared. I worry, I worry about Wade. I worry about my family. Like, I, my heart skips beats every time I see cops. But when you live in a country that has privatized prisons that are looking to profit, to profit off of slavery because the reality of it is slavery never got abolished in America. They just changed the order of operations. Incarceration has always been legal slavery. And when you can profit off of slavery, which America has always profited off of slavery, whether it was the slavery of my ancestors, the slavery of those incarcerated, or the enslavement of other people in other countries who process and, and make our goods, like the children who are in the mines, mining for materials to make our phones, to the Chinese sweatshops. America has always profited off of slavery. And when you have a country who profits off of slavery, has created an organization that is lawless and without checks and balances and faces no repercussions, this is what you have. I mean, we saw tanks go into Memphis to... I guess, try to cap down on the protesting. And it's crazy to see a country will do everything they can to limit the freedom of speech for people who are crying out to quit killing us, but won't take action when insurrectionists are taking over the capital and are threatening democracy. The number one threat to America currently and for several years has been white terrorism. Yet we don't see this energy exercised towards protecting the American people or stopping these domestic terrorists. But you see time and time again, this energy being exerted into peaceful and innocent minorities. I'm truly at a loss for words anymore. I don't even know what to say because we know what we should do to stop it, to fix it. When we, I don't know how long we have to beg for it to, to change for someone to do something. And if I'm being honest, I don't think anything is going to change in my lifetime. I'll be shocked 
<laughs> the same issues my great-grandparents saw, the ones my grandmother saw, the ones my mother saw, the ones I'm seeing. It hasn't changed. And I hope it will. Because we have to do better. Things like this are why I don't feel comfortable having children. I would absolutely love to be a mother. I love to have my own kids and all of that, but at what cost? This country, let alone this world, is not safe for them. When you're black, you're lucky if you get to live a full life. And unfortunately, Tyree Nichols wasn't given that right. So I want to hold a moment of silence for Tyree Nichols and for all of those who have been murdered by police and police brutality. Keep up the fight, keep it safe, keep the power, and keep it spooky. Thank you.